things entrepreneurs think about. Episode 91. Things entrepreneurs think about. Isn't it weird how to get an employee, you have to find what matters to them so that they can be a part of your business and all your business does is serves what matters to other people. And isn't it weird how as an entrepreneur, it's like you're building a value tree? Alright, look. Here's the thing. What I think is it's kind of like you're building a... It's like you're responsible for restoring Adam and Eve. Not that that's possible, but... Sometimes it kind of feels like what you're doing is, like I said, my customer wants something. I have, what, three different types of customers. All those customers want something to service them. I have employees. I have, like, what, three different types of employees. And then we get investors for the project, and what, we have three different types of investors. And it's like, where do I fit in in all of this? What do I value? And is this is this a game where the higher your value is, the better you do? So we think about, what should I value? I think about with my employees. Some of them... Some of them would take a pay cut for a better title. Some of them... Some of them don't care about their title at all as long as they get pay. Some of them don't care about the title or the pay. What do you give that guy? And it's kind of weird. And the biggest question I have right now is what does this all accumulate to? Or what is this accumulating from is maybe a better question. What does this all turn into at the end of the day? How many motives are there in the world that are tied together that do or don't matter? That's weird things for me to ponder. I think about, is it really worth it all in the end? Is every little last thing being done in every way, shape, or form? Are they all valuable? Is there anything that we can cut out to get to the meat of what's going on in the things that we do? And is business just a big metaphor for life and the animal kingdom getting along in equilibrium? What are people going to want when all jobs are taken care of? If we had everything we wanted, if the business ran perfectly, would I be happy or would I feel exactly the same? How would I feel if I grew the business to $100 billion and I felt exactly the same? What would I value then? Is everything we do just an escape from the ultimate death? Probably not.
but it's worth thinking about. Why do we all do what we do? And see, when I, when I ask questions like this, you may ask, why would a person ask questions like this? Well, then I'd have to ask you, do you think a person's approach to life affects their results? And so if a person if a person's approach to life affects their results then doesn't that mean that a person's philosophy affects everything in their life And if their philosophy affects everything in life doesn't that mean that it would perhaps be beneficial and at the very least have an effect to ask deeper questions about why you do what you do. See, entrepreneurship is something like asking why. It's something like assimilation, which is a word I like because it continues to cave in on itself, and that's the point of the word. Assimilation. What does that mean? Assimilation. It means to bring everything together and make use of it, make meaning of it, make understanding out of it, assimilation, 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 is that what true wealth is, is it just assimilation, I was talking to a politician the other day, in this conversation we were talking and I realized, what you're really running for is for the general population to give you their resources because you think you know what to do with the resources more than somebody else would. And so you have to make a good point that you know what to do with those resources. And business has me thinking about politics, thinking, can a man who's never ran a business run a country? Why would he be equipped to run the country if it is nothing more than a big organization with resources? Why have we ever had presidents who weren't also entrepreneurs? Entrepreneurs have track records. Entrepreneurs don't get paid if they don't do the job correctly. Politicians just convince you that if you gave them the money, they'd know what to do with it. It's not necessarily about holding anybody accountable. And so I believe the best form of politics is entrepreneurship. Because when you're an entrepreneur, that's what you're doing is convincing people to give you their resources. You're convincing people to give you their money and you're convincing people to give you their time in exchange for money and in exchange for whatever they value. And so as an entrepreneur, you literally are giving people exactly what they want, and they're doing exactly what I guess you think they should do back that would give everybody the best result. So how could you be a politician and not be an entrepreneur? Isn't an entrepreneur a person who leads the, f- the planet forward? Isn't an artist a person who leads the planet forward? Jordan B. Peterson, professor of psychology 
at the University of Toronto states clearly that entrepreneurs and artists are the same psychographic and that these people's goal is to move the planet forward. That's what we do as artists. We move the ball forward. That's what we do. So how could you be a politician without being an entrepreneur? Is there something that I'm missing? That doesn't make any sense. Why would the planet give you their the control of the resources we have accumulatively if you cannot prove that you'd know what to do if you were given those resources? You find me three badass salespeople. You give me their time. You find me a badass sales trainer. You, f- you find me a, a, a big-ass list of people. I'll take that people. I'll organize their efforts. I'll optimize their efforts. And I'll continue to assimilate their efforts, look for more opportunities, and make sure each person is served by his part of his contract and that each person serves on his part of his contract. And for the most part, and I say for the most part because I can't control every little detail of every single person's emotion all the time, there's a personal responsibility to be had on my end and their end. It's not a codependent relationship, so to speak. As long as you give me those resources, we'll run everything fucking amazing. We'll run everything amazing. And so how do I know that? Because I've done it a million and one times. And that's all I do is say, well, I study people and I study their goals. I guess that's kind of what I do. I have goals and I study myself and I study my own goal. I study entrepreneurs. I study their goals. When you're talking to customers, what you're really doing is you're getting to know a person and their life goals. You're getting to know what they were sold on before they walked in the door. And that's an interesting thing to get to know. And after a while, you really start realizing what people want. You realize not everything that everybody wants is something that they should get, to be honest with you. And not everybody wants something for good reasons, including yourself. And so we're all of these big, chaotic explosions of values and motives. And then there's resources. And we have to do something with those resources to reach equilibrium with those values and motives. And so it's a constant assimilation of the details at hand. It's a constant assimilation of the details at hand. And so why would a politician be worthy of the public giving them their money when they don't have a track record of using said money or resources and doing anything with it. And so the question is, how would you check somebody's track record? Well, you would see how much experience they have in the past of taking people's resources and distributing them, including the most important resource, their time. And I can tell you this absolutely positively. If somebody gives me their time, we're going to make money. If I genuinely have a group, like a team of people, and I've done it time and time again, we're going to make money. 
We're going to make money and we're going to figure out other things that are important to us in the process. Whatever those may be. We're going to have money and we're going to figure out what's, what else is important to us in the process. We're going to continue to assimilate. Continue, continue, and continue to assimilate. And so at the end of the day, what you're doing as an entrepreneur is it's, in some ways, I've all, I, the older I get, the more I see it as, um, well, it's practice for politics. It's practice for politics. And what is politics? Everyone thinks it, I think of it as a burden and a responsibility at the same time. It would be a burden to have to take the population, figure out what they want, sort through their own bullshit to figure out what they really want, sort through their bad motives that aren't going to really serve them or anybody, convince them out of those shitty motives, serve the good motives and keep equilibrium with those things just enough so that we have an optimization and equilibrium of all of those values. And if it goes wrong, I'm the one who gets yelled at, even though every but I'm sorting through the planet's values, including the conflicting ones, not only with each other, but within people that have conflicting values and people that don't know what they truly want and people that don't even truly want anything. And the people that are innocent bystanders of all the people who do want things that they don't really need. And I have to try my best to optimize that. And for the most part, no matter what, I won't get credit because, um, it's to be honest, it's not what it's about anyway. It's not set up for me to get credit. It's a responsibility and a burden. And it's not in a super negative way. It's obviously amazing to do so. But I'm saying that's why it pays. It's a responsibility and it's a burden. There are things that can go wrong and there are things that can go right. And they all rely on you. So it fucking matters if you know what you're talking about is what I'm saying. And so is entrepreneurship just learning the values of the animal kingdom and then creating equilibrium, aiding in the equilibrium of this planet? I think it is. And I think it is a responsibility and a burden. Both a responsibility and a burden. So I think politicians look at their job as like... I think what they should look at their job as is... How do we intake people's values? How do we sort through the good values and the stupid values... How do we reach equilibrium with those things? How do we assimilate that? And what are the actionable steps we're going to do to make that happen? And it's funny because I even know people who are into politics who can't answer any of those questions. And I can answer every single one of those questions for my business, for example, for my personal life and for many other people's individual personal lives. So when you look at those crowds of people giving you their money, they're not crowds of people. They're one by one. They're persons, they're individuals with very individual needs 
And so I don't see how if a person's never taken the time to serve an individual, how a person would be good at serving masses of people. If you can't see the forest through the trees, then I don't necessarily know how you're going to do the job correctly when push comes to shove and you have to see the forest through the trees. So I think many politicians want to serve the public. And I think that's because they have served individuals or attempted to and they couldn't do it and they thought maybe politics is for me or something. I don't know. It makes no fucking sense to me. So if you can't serve yourself and you can't serve your neighbor who's right next to you, and if you wouldn't give it all up tomorrow to serve the neighbor right next to you one person at a time, and you don't have a track record of that and can't prove that and aren't true to that value, then I don't think politicians should be given a goddamn dime. I think they should go do normal jobs like the rest of us. Why would they be politicians? What the fuck are they going to do with those resources what are they going to do with those resources they ha- but that they haven't been doing for the people right next to them and so it's weird that politicians will tell stories about the things they do for crowds of people because those people become mindless and see themselves as a crowd when they're speaking to them instead of as a person And so these politicians need to speak to a person. And they don't need to market to a person, they need to speak to a person. That's different. Meaning, a politician who hasn't served a person should not be serving groups of people. And so in many ways, the people who should be politicians are mental health professionals. Mixed with economists. I think in order to serve the public, you have to be a mix of a mental health professional and an economist. Because you have to see through people's bullshit enough to know what they really want and then you have to know how to strategically and optimally serve that to them and make sure that you reach an equilibrium with that product in society. And so there's these people who rule the world and they think it makes sense for them to rule the world so why not you is the question. And after you say, okay, maybe it should be me, then the next step isn't to say, oh my god, I made it. It's to say, okay, now to do the work. What do people want? Why? And where can I go in life that can teach me the philosophy, the psychology, the the nuances, the nomenclature? All the pieces of the puzzle, all the system of what I'm working on, where can I go in life to truly, deeply understand that? And so I think if someone wanted to be a politician, where they should start is probably somewhere like door-to-door sales. And before they do that, I think they should start by talking to the people around them and getting to know the people around them and their wants and needs and how they feel and where they think they're going in life and what their plans are and what matters to them, and they should get to know people one by one. That's why I said door to door. You want to do something one by one. You really want to look a person in the eyes and get to know a person as a person, slowly, one by one by one. And after you do that long enough, you'll have a non-bullshit point of view of what people are. Meaning it's not out of a book. 
not out of a fucking movie. It's not because somebody posted a goddamn motherfucking meme and you shared it and you think you're fucking dumb ass, your dumb, stupid, goofy ass is smart now. No, it's because you put in the time. There's a thing called merit. We all want undeserved merit, including me. I want undeserved merit. That's the problem with our society. We want undeserved merit. And then there's actual merit. A person who goes door to door and talks to people person by person by person by person for years has what's called deserved merit. That person knows more than you about psychology, period. I don't give a fuck what book you've read. I don't care what college you've went to. The therapist who's talked to 400 people one by one knows more than you do after graduating college for psychology. You were reading books about it. They were in the midst of it 400 times in a row. They drilled it 400 times. You studied the drills 400 times. Nowhere close, not even nada, not even a little bit close to the same level of expertise. I know that because I've hired people who've gotten out of college, and I've hired people who were freelancers, and the freelancers do better every single time. They also usually know their worth um, a little bit more. And they're better at what they do in general, including the selling portion of it, because they have to be on the battle lines, not in the fucking classroom, studying books called Book on Battle Lines. So that being said, door-to-door sales actually teaches you about people, their motives, how we work, how we think, how we feel, what we want in life and why, where we're going with all this shit, person by person, group by group. And then the entire planet, possibly. Then you really know what people want, why, and then you can expand on that into different markets. Sooner or later, you see the world as this big-ass thing that's layer upon layer upon layer of cohort of cohort of cohort of groups of people stacked on top of each other, layer after layer, like a matrix with their values colliding and intersecting with all the rest of their values and the matrix of what they want in life. And a person alone is a complex system of values overlapping. And so there has to be some accountability within these systems for what is real and what isn't. What's affecting what? What's causation and what's correlation? why these things are happening, and what is the larger model of it all. And I think that's politics. I don't think politics is when you go, oh, this person's upset, give me a million dollars and I'll make them happy. That's not politics. That's not politics at all. Politics is... Let me figure out what you want. Let me figure out why you want it. Why are you not getting that in your personal life? We're not talking fucking goofy ass politicians always jump to the masses because they're fucking they don't have a soul or some shit and they need to be a person first. So what about a person? And I hope I don't fall from that statement one day. I feel like I possibly will. Who knows? But I'm and I will always continue to be as genuine as I could possibly be to a fault. So, 
If you haven't figured out that a person wants what they want for reasons that aren't healthy for them, how would you be equipped to understand what masses of people want? I'll answer that for you. You wouldn't. Okay, you fucking wouldn't. So politicians who don't tell people, hey, I think a spiritual teacher would be the best politician, but then at the end of the day, that that always ends up nonsense too, doesn't it? And so you see how even the people who try to help were what's really need needing help. Does anything ever really change anyways? Not really. Things get a little bit better, and I think that's life. We're not here to change the world or just sustain the world. We're here to keep it the way it is and make it a little bit better every year. We're aiming for things to be a little bit better. If we make them a little bit better, we did good. Define the goal. Make things a little bit better. That's called a realistic goal. You're not going to change the world because half the things that you think people want that you're going to give them, they don't even want, and then they'll be mad at you for giving to them when they realize they didn't want it. See, the depth of the things that I'm saying, the reason they're coming off the tongue, is because I actually study this. And so the people who don't understand this intuitively should never be politicians. You should, they should be, it should be illegal for them to be politicians. Unless you're a psychologist and an economist, why would you be equipped to give the world what they want through the economy? You don't know the world and you don't know the tactics to maneuver it. In what fucking way, shape, or form is that person equipped for politics? They're not. And so, in my estimation, what most politicians do... Well, what most politicians do, I'm not going to pretend that it's a theory. What most politicians do, if not the the better half of all of them... It's a funny phrase. Is they take people, they take their most desperate, most uninformed, uneducated desires, and they promise to fulfill them. Which maybe they turn around and flip that money and actually do good things. I don't know, maybe they have to meet the world in its low consciousness stupidity that you, me, and everyone, like all of us have. Maybe they have to meet our dumbasses halfway. Maybe that's part of the job. But I have yet to see that happen. Again, it's usually people prey on people's unachievable desires that they themselves have never achieved because they're unachievable and they promise them that they're going to achieve them for them. Then they take their money in return and do whatever the fuck they do with it. So how would we have accountability in politics? And again, this still goes back to entrepreneurship deeply for me because entrepreneurship is nothing more than saying hey sir you give me your dollar i'll give you a great product you give me your time and money you making money is nothing more than project management it's nothing more than project management hey y'all give me the resources and the means and your time and your labor and we're going to make this world a better place we're going to make it a more optimal place. And the truth be told, at the end of the day, 
the world already is a better place, so why would you need to give me money to make it a better place? It makes no fucking sense. Do we have problems in the world? Super real dark real problems? Yes, we do. I don't want to be super dark right now, but we do. <clears throat> but that's not what politicians run on, do they? No, we're we're going to give you all the things that you never had that will make you complete. Just give me your money, I'll do it. <laughs> Fucking cornballs, goofy ass motherfuckers. So a person who could run the country, in my opinion, would have a track record of successful project management. And they'd say, these people wanted this done. And before we got it done, you know what we did? We sat down and we decided, is this really what we want? That's the first thing we did. We sat down and we said, is this really what we want? Is this really where we're going in life? And we really defined what it was we wanted and why, and we sorted through our own bullshit first. And if that's not the first sentence out of the politician's mouth, they're fucking bullshitting you. Fuck. Even if they don't think they're bullshitting you, they are. Their good intentions don't give them merit. People need to learn that in life. You having good intentions doesn't give you merit. Getting the job done correctly gives you merit. So... I sit here and I think about it all the time. What am I doing as an entrepreneur? <clears throat> when I sell CEOs on taking their business seriously and doing their marketing correctly, like what am I selling these people on? Their goals and doing what they know they need to do. And, they, and all I've ever sold anybody on is accepting the responsibility of what it was they had to do. And so maybe we should accept our responsibilities of what it is that we're supposed to do. And goddamn, it almost brings tears to my eyes. Makes me think of JFK. Maybe at the end of the day, truth be told, until you got a little something going on yourself, I can't really do anything for you. Until you see gratitude in what's in front of you, I can't help you, and no politician can. And you know, Hilarious of you to think that you could have such a shitty... Attitude and things would get fixed. I remember reading, um, what's her name, Marianne Williams? Talk about A Course in Miracles and how she's never met a person who runs an organization who actually helps the planet who was depressed about the problem. Isn't that weird? So, like, people who save puppies, she said, she's never met a person who saved puppies who still had a negative point of view about the puppies they had to save. They were thinking, oh, this world's a fucked up place. They were thinking, cool, I saved more puppies today. The people who really did the work and helped. Because there's only two worlds. The worlds where the puppies were getting tortured and the worlds where you save 50% of them and you should rejoice if you could create the world where you could save 50% of them, not still be sad about the other 50%. Or else doing it wasn't worth it because now everybody's depressed and getting tortured anyways. And yeah, that's having the balls to take reality on the head right there. Which a lot of people do not have. So a lot of people can't fix those problems. 
And so at any rate, I think about this over and over and over. What am I really doing here? I'm learning how to allocate resources, which means I need to have the self-awareness to know what I want in life, what I don't want in life, what's true to me, what's bullshit, what is my own stupid bullshit I need to cut through? What is my own nonsense I need to cut through? What about everyone and everything else? How do I assimilate that? Why? Why are we here? And if you can't figure those basic questions out, you're not going to help anybody. Because you haven't defined help and you haven't defined what other people are. These are things entrepreneurs think about.